I press the button. Hello, everybody, and welcome to tonight's newest indoor adventure in the Wild Beyond the Witchlight, part 15, according to plan. Today is May 1st, 2022, and you are loved. That is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the mods of each of the games that we have played up until this point, or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures, you can check up on our after show called Nights in the Courtyard, the after show that we like to do for all you acorns out there, where we answer questions not only from myself, but also from each other. So if you have any questions for myself or these fine folk, feel free to join us. But indoor, didn't you just say that it was being, uh, that, you know, it was made available for free. That's right. It is available for free on Patreon. We're just hosting it there, so that's no worries. Uh, the best place that you can go to join us uh, at that uh, on our Patreon and ask those questions is also to join our Discord. The link can be found in the Twitch chat to the side or in the video or description of this video or audio cast down below. But... Let's say that you already support us on Patreon. Let's say that you already support us on Twitch and YouTube and all of those other wonderful places and you're trying to think to yourself, where can I go to help support this fantastic show even more? Guess what, buddy? I got your back. Quite literally, in fact, because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com, we got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, throw pillows, shower curtains, aprons, clocks, and most importantly, we got face masks. That's right, we have face masks designed by our very own Cyberwolf1201, where all of the proceeds of all of our merch currently is going to help support Doctors Without Borders. So if you would like to help support a good cause or possibly help support the show, you can again go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. That is indooradventure, no S at the end, .redbubble.com. But that is it for my opening spiel. So hey, RJ, who are you playing today? Ladies and gentlemen, hello, I'm RJ. Today I am playing Vice, the tiefling rogue. Hi, everyone. I'm Sarah. I will be playing Lowry Moon, our Hexblood Spore Druid. I am Media Flare. I'm going to be playing Pamferdam Roski, the Gnome Artificer. Hey everybody, I'm Wings, also known as Danae Keener. I'm going to be playing as Clout Imkin, the Tiefling Bard. And I am the Indoor Adventurer, he, him, and tonight I shall be your Dungeon Master. So, it's been a little bit since we last played this game, so let's do a recap to find out what it is we are going to be doing today. Wild Beyond the Witchlight as a whole. Uh, well, if you haven't known anything about this game, it started off with a carnival. How did it end up like this? Uh, you were tasked with going into the uh, going into the plain of Prismere to fix uh, a uh, begrudging issue that seemed to have been growing, and that three hags had seemingly split up this plain into three distinct parts, each one claiming a distinct part among themselves. Eventually, you all ran into the first hag, uh, whose name was Bavlorna Blightclaw. It was through talking with Bavlorna that you entered into a fey pact where you were going to bring her uh, a portrait uh, of her sister, and you promised that you would return it within eight days. You also said something about returning her book of bad blood, but uh, we'll see how that one leads. Uh, it was then that you were able to uh, traverse hither and go to the next demi-plane, thither, 
Uh, definitely not confusing for myself or audience members or the closed captions at all. Uh, to which you then made your way deeper into the woods, met with one Will of the Wilds, a young boy uh, who, with a uh, Peter Pan-style narrative, uh, seems to be totally fine living amongst these woods without parents uh, and leading a group of rapscallions known as the Getaway Gang. Uh, Will of the Wood is also the friend uh, and current, I don't want to say owner, because that doesn't really play well uh but he is the current caretaker uh of the uh displacer beast known as star uh the displacer beast kitten that was missing from the Witchlight carnival uh it was at that point that you all with will's help decided that you were going to free all the kids that were in loom lurch uh and and you know, stick it to, uh, stick it to Scabatha, because one, she has a nasty name, and two, I mean, she's using child labor for magical means, and that's really not okay, uh, so, you know, one thing led to another, uh, and you decided that while Will was asleep, that you were going to borrow, uh, heavy air quotes, his plan, uh, for freeing the children that resided within Loom Lurch. Now, uh, it was at this point that your group made it to Loom Lurch to begin the inaction of this plan. Uh, not in action, but to enact. Uh, it was at this point that Lowry, you and Vice decided to go to the Goblin Market, uh, where you met a, uh, individual by the name of Chucklehead, uh, a goblin whose head had been replaced with a candied apple, where you, uh, informed him that you wished, uh, to speak with Scabatha. Now, it was at this point, uh, that Chucklehead gave you the thumbs up, said that they were going to go and arrange the meeting if you just wanted to hold off a little bit. And before the game, we were also establishing for a point of order what Clout and Pamferdam were doing. Now, are you two with Lowry and Vice and are going to part ways within the, uh, within the Goblin Market itself? Or are you going around to different sides of Loom Lurch proper, splitting the party? I don't remember whether or not uh, Will told us how they were entering or how they were planning on sneaking in while the dignitaries were in. I don't think they said anything about that. Oh, gosh. Notes time. Let's see. Mm -hmm. all, I, all I remember as far as what Will said was that uh, one group was supposed to go to the scarecrows and activate them to distract the witch um and then the other group was going to get all the kids out well it wasn't to distract the witch it was to pull like some mechanical um, soldiers or the whatever tin soldiers yeah yeah mm, rip. to distract so it was a distraction of some sort okay so we can just try and infiltrate bevlorna's pad and hopefully not run into these tin soldiers scabatha's pad bevlorna was the frog like scabatha. individual yeah granny nightshade i'll get there i'll go get their names all together probably by session 30. yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. scabatha granny nightshade Okay, so Clout, you and Pam have separated and are going to be running Distraction Force, trying to get the Tin Soldiers 
a, a weekend. I, I believe so. And I think that we also had um, some preparations in order for being able to communicate with one another. Yes. No? We have like three different methods of, of telepathic communication, I think. That's what I thought. Yep. Pam has nothing. Yeah, I gave everyone one of my teeth, which I it only works one way. And then I believe it goes. <clears throat> um, I guess I'm going to roll a d6 here as Vice forms a psychic link with uh, Clout and Pamferdam since they'll be outside. So for two hours, we can converse back and forth within a mile radius. Cool. That works great. Excellent. All right. So the original goal laid out by Will uh, was that you were going uh, or on the western side, there is a pumpkin patch that has screaming scarecrows. Uh, they were planning on rushing in, alerting the scarecrows. The scarecrows would activate the tin soldiers, drawing them out uh, of the inside of Loom Lurch, acting as the distraction. On the uh, and then Will was just going. Will was basically saying, and that's when I rush in and save the day uh, in a almost Sonic the Hedgehog like fashion. <laughs> uh, so for that. Clout, you and Pam would be on the far west side of Loom Lurch towards the pumpkin patch. The garden that is established. Okay. And so, we're basically holding position until we get to go ahead to run the distraction. Okay. Sounds good. Uh... Let's see, what do I have in my inventory? I have a set of cards. Not. Um, Just play go fish until the time's right. Oh, I do. I do have a deck of cards. Hell yeah! Uh, Pam and I are going to play cards. Okay, sounds good. So the two of you are playing cards, and that is near the garden. Just want to make sure that I have all of that set up as well. Is this your card? Uh, because Clout... Old maid. Because <laughs> Clout, from what you and Pam can see, is that across the garden, there's actually a set of stairs that uh, appears to lead up and into uh, Loom Lurch itself. It doesn't look like it's a main entrance by any means, more of like, uh, almost like a servant's entrance kind of thing. Um, huh. But there is... It does appear that there is entry uh, to this establishment. Oh. It's right there by the pumpkin patch? Yes, on the other okay. side oh, of the it. pumpkin patch. Uh, okay. The pumpkin patch being about halfway up the overall map of Loom Lurch on the western half. I'm going to update Vice on that. Just, hey, looks like there's a servant's entrance on the other side of the pumpkin patch. Um... As we're as we're on the side, uh, can I look and see if there are any, uh, like count how many windows there are along the log and just note where they are? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so looking along the log, there appears to be one, two. There don't appear to be very many windows. 
I'm seeing the biggest windows are right next to the marketplace. That is correct. Uh, at least on our side of the log. On the other, other than that, there is one small, uh, one small window overlooking the southernmost garden, uh, also in the same room where the large windows would be. It's next to a door. It's kind of good news for us. It means that we'll go unobserved for the most part. Yeah, we don't have to worry about being super sneaky or having anybody like peeking at us through a window. Yeah, and if anybody asks us what we're doing out here, we're playing cards. Go fish. Okay. Yeah, speaking of which, I can't read any of these. Yeah, sorry, they're all in uh, Infernal. <laughs> okay. So, you are all, or the two of you are waiting for the go-ahead to then infiltrate into the garden. And inside of this garden, you can see what appear to be about five scarecrows that are all set up. Each one that has a, um, it's like a, a very ragtag looking farmer's hat. And then it appears to be a large turnip uh, where the head should be. Meanwhile, Group A, who is going to be infiltrating and going inside of this building, starting to, anyways... You're in the goblin market. You're surrounded by these stalls with candy. You're surrounded by other goblins. You are waiting for Chucklehead, the toffee-headed, uh, the toffee-apple-headed goblin to return. Is there anything that the two of you would like to do in the meantime? Vice leans across the, um, what's it, the countertop and looks over at the candy. How much would a gold piece get me? Um, let me see... And Larry can see that there's a small, like, devilish grin on his face. What are you doing? Oh, don't I'll, I'll tell you in a bit. They say that it will get you four pieces of candy. Amazing. Yes. And the pieces of candy that you are able to see... Uh, you see that there are, like, beetles that have been encased in hard candy... Um, there are lollipops that are made of, like, compounded ants, uh, that have been put together. There are, like, jellied worms that you're assuming could be gummy worms, but they don't... Like, this just looks like bugs. This looks like a bunch of candy made from bugs. And then there are chocolate-covered crickets, and that seems to be, like, the most normal candy that you have seen. Uh, he'll get... He'll get a little bit of each. Okay. Yeah, small handfuls of, of goblin candy. And uh, he'll turn and just whisper to Lowry, I had the most devious idea to spark a bit of feuding between two of the sisters. Okay. Once we free some of the children, we'll take them back to old man Nib, have them all get some more of that itching powder of yours. We stuff it full inside of a bag of holding and dump it inside of a pool. Plus some candy. think the dust of sneezing and choking is more respiratory, but it might cause itching. Well, if enough of, a, if enough of it enters a source of water that's stagnant, yeah. like a lot of pepper inside of a uh, minestrone. You can try it. <sighs> oh, we should probably get our story straight. Right. What is our story? 
Um, you and I, you being uh-huh. the Witch Light Monarch and myself being a Lord of Waterdeep, um, are traveling the plain looking mm-hmm. for perspe- perspective allies of sort in a small business venture in acquiring land. Okay, where are we acquiring said land? Maybe here. We want to move our operations from the material plane to Prismere, given the rich magical area. Okay, um, what are, what, uh, it's best to be specific, so what are we actually trying to Let's just say ocean crafts. Right. Um, maybe it could be something less threatening to, uh, less potentially threatening to another, um, to, to a hag. Uh, like, maybe like socks. Can we be sock sellers? Let's sell socks. I don't think that they'll take the bite, uh, take a bite of socks. I mean, everybody needs socks. Everyone does need socks, but if I figure <clears throat> the venture isn't up to snuff with something they're doing, they'll just wave us away. Right. I do. Mm. What's wrong? It just, don't it say m- nothing. It's just, it might be hard to sell the potion thing, because, you know, the last one we dealt with was just really keen on who was a magic user in the room, and this one might be as well. So that might be like, I don't know, maybe they have like territory infringement or something. How about a joint research project? And Revisal rummage around his pack and he pulls out a blueprint of a nimble right. This one seems kind of keen on constructions. Okay, we can we can try that. It's not like we're going to go through with the actual deal. We are prospecting. Yeah, it's fine. I, your tone says otherwise, Miss Moon. This is what preparation and planning is about. Please tell me if you have an issue. Would now be a bad time to tell you that I'm a hag. There is a singular gear that is turning in Vice's head, and it's going back to all of the instances where Lowry's been speaking. Huh. Oh. Oh, oh no. Club. And Vice, as you say, oh no, you hear the pet, pet, pet of this toffee-headed goblin steadily making his way towards you. Just quickly. <clears throat> Listen, nothing's wrong with you being a hag. Is this going to affect our dealings with, not Scabatha. Yes, Scabatha? Not Scabatha. This is Scabatha. Okay, Scabatha. Okay. Listen, I'll get their names eventually by episode 30. I'll correct you as soon as I know which one you're talking about. (laughs) This one, the one that we're dealing with right now. Well, I don't, I don't know. Um, That Vlorna seemed to kind of just be able to smell it on me. And I'm not really sure how that works. I'm actually really quite new to it still. I've only been doing it for like 100 years. But I mean, they they might be able to- a hand on either side of her face. I am sorry I'm touching you without permission. Go find Clout and Pam. 
I can't let you go in there alone. I'll be fine. Just look for a quick exit if we need it. Both hands on her shoulders squeeze. We can do this, right? We can do this. We're helping people. We can do this. You are Lowry Moon, and you are here to help. Right. Let's go. All right. And Lowry, so Lowry, you are going off to find Clout and Pam? Mm -mm, no, she's sticking with Vice. Okay. She's not going to let him go. Okay. Cool. Just wanted to establish because Vice had mm -hmm. just said go off and find the others. <laughs> so I, again, just yeah. making sure that we no, can set she's... the scene and we're both on the same page <laughs> going forward with this. No worries. Okay, so uh, Chucklehead comes up and says, Granny Nightshade, we'll be seeing you now. Gabish? Is that the voice you used before? Yes, it what? was. Are they always Italian? <laughs> No, I thought it was always like. I thought it was a little gruffer. Like a little, like lower sword coast, like something if it was akin to Earth, like New Jersey. Mm hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe you have forgotten my voice. <laughs> how dare you tell them how they speak? <laughs> <laughs> the maggot, the maggot does very strange things. You know, that's fair. That That is totally fair. Mm hmm. Never thought uh, of me. Hey, I'm not such a bad guy after all. Kabish? Kabish. He just like begins, like just like steadily walking up. Now, if you will follow me. Vice is gonna offer his arm to Lowry and they'll mm -hmm. follow. She'll take it. Okay. And he leads you back up the steps uh, and then around to the front uh, of uh, Loom Lurch. He opens up a door, motions for you to come inside. And then inside this first room, you can see that there is a wooden table that seems to stretch from the floor itself. And uh, surrounding it are three distinct or uh, four di uh, very nice upholstered chairs. Uh, this chamber is nestled between a wall of twisted roots and through gaps in which you can see an eerily beautiful woodland surrounding you. A closed wooden door stands opposite the root bridge that leads into this room, and in the center of which are four armchairs encircling a small table laid out for a tea service. A painted wooden box three feet on each side rests in a corner. A crank produces from one side of it, causing it to resemble an oversized jack-in-the-box. And... Uh, Chucklehead then goes over, pulls a chair, goes over, pulls a second chair. You'll be seated. Oh, um, thank you. Thank you, Candy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. So, uh, as, uh, as Chucklehead does this, um, Eventually, uh, Chucklehead then, uh, seeing as the two of you are seated, then goes over to the door and makes th uh, eight distinct knocks against the door. You think it would be good at three, but he specifically does eight. Uh, and then afterwards, you see that he bows and says, If there is any more service that you'll be having, you find Chucklehead in market. Gabish? 
Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bows again and then makes his way out of the room. And as Chucklehead leaves, there is uh, a pause and approaching this room through the, uh, through the doorway, you can hear a what sounds like a almost like a wind up toy that seems to be steadily approaching. The door creaks open, and a little old woman totters forward. She wears a grimy, old-fashioned shawl, and her skin looks like gnarled bark. A large iron key extends from her back, ticking rhythmically as it rotates. I see you're already sitting, Uh, she says in a voice reminiscent of crunching leaves. Let's have some tea. And she looks at the two of you. And you can see that she goes over to a small cabinet and she pulls out two tea glasses and she sets them in front of you. And Lowry, you, both you and Vice looking down can see that these are rather dirty looking tea glasses. It's like if you've ever been in an office environment and there's that one guy who swears that his coffee tastes better because he never really cleans his coffee mug, like he just kind of like just pours more into it. That's the situation with these tea cups, is that you can tell that they've been used, and she takes the uh, she takes the tea kettle, pours you some, pours you some vice, and then you see her reach into her pocket and pulls out a chicken bone, and then stirs your tea, and uh, and stirs each of your teas with this like, it's not picked clean either like it is like it looks like it's kind of dried and a little gnarly but then after she gets done doing your teas she does her own stirs it and then and sucks the tea remainder off of the chicken bone and then tucks it back in and as she looks at you you can tell very easily that she is missing one of her eyes just says it's not every day that we see. Uh, what did Chucklehead say? He said that uh, you were royalty, yes. Uh, why, yes. Hello, mm-hmm. uh, my lady. My name is Vice. I am a noble lord of Waterdeep. And this is my associate, uh, Janet, who is the Witchlight Monarch. Pleasure and to meet you. When you say that they are the Witchlight Monarch, Scabatha laughs, just a ha ha ha, but it sounds like an accordion being stretched and compressed over and like repeatedly as she continues to laugh. And then, it's been years since we've heard Ernie had a tale of the Witchlight Carnival. Pleasure to see you here, darling. It's been a very wonderful trip so far. Thank you so much. And you, you said, Lord of Waterdeep. I'm a noble lord of Waterdeep. Noble lord of Waterdeep, mind you. What's you? Uh, what, what's gotten you into this business? Hmm? And as she raises her eyebrows and sits, eventually she brings her hand back that was once underneath her chin, and you hear, as she winds herself, 
And then at the puts, table, and god then puts damn her it! Hand back and then continues to look at the two of you. Uh, how is the gear doing in her back? It seems like it is going at a a steady and slow pace. Yeah, because faster means she's excited, correct? Uh, faster means that she is uh like her blood's pumping, kind of thing. Okay, so I can gauge like she's interested right now. Yeah, she seems mm-hmm. interested. Well, I myself am currently looking for allies, as it were, in an endeavor. And I'm an investor. Hey. Wonderful, wonderful. Mm-hmm. He begins to rustle in his bag. Um, I heard that tell that you are quite fond of constructs. Whatever gave you that idea? And you just hear the like tick, 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 tick of her giant key extending out of her bag. Well, in my hands here, I was able to replicate a construction blueprint that a tower of scholars had been working on. They are called nimble rights. Um, Fast, agile, look mostly humanoid, can blend in a crowd. I'm currently looking for material and a place to process them, as it were. She nods and says, Well, you didn't come all this way just to give me this. I'm assuming you're looking for something. Oh, no. It's kind of how it happens here, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Well, we're we're looking for a place to set up shop um, somewhere where we can find an adequate labor force. And also um, land, preferably, you know, um, big enough to suit our needs. Preferably not some god-awful swamp or somewhere up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see. Well, it sounds like this place is perfect for what you're looking for. We, we thought so as well. We still haven't uh, gone to visit your third sister, but this seems to be the most area with the most promise. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, my third sister, uh, you haven't gone to visit, so you visited my other. Evelona, how's she doing? Oh, Still something... soggy? Something, something, frog people uprising, something, something, pool stagnated. Uh, mm-hmm. What's new on that hand, eh? <clears throat> now, so let me get my uh, trinkets in a row on this one. So you've come to me with the opportunity to, you're looking for land, a place to set up shop, a workforce, materials, all of which I have and I am very, very willing to share. You know, being kind and all of that reciprocity, whatnot. Mm-hmm. But there is a hang-up, you see. I'd be willing to do all of this for you, but the way that things work here is that it has to be a little this for that. You understand? Oh, we were not expecting you to get zero cut of this. Joint ownership of any nimble right producted here. 
Oh, for I you don't to use. care about the money, dearie. I don't care about that at all. But if you were able to do something for me, I'd be more than willing to share. As you see, there's been a boy who is ruining a lot of plans that I have laid. His, it goes by the name of Will of the Wild. We Petulant saw little tribe. a wanted poster about this young man. <laughs> Put them up everywhere! No one's claimed it! Seems like a bit of a braggart, actually. Give you the strength of an octopus, offer you gold, all sorts of things, and yet people just don't want to capture him or he's too slick. But if you can bring me Will, setting up shop is no problem at all. As she's been conversing... When would be a good time to spring? Well, no, I'll wait. I'll wait. There's a little longer. Well, as it happens, I used to be a... rather renowned adventurer back where I'm from. Capturing this young man doesn't seem like much of a problem. Then bring him to me. Problem solved. I'd be more than willing to do business, especially when a monarch of the Witchlight is here. <laughs> sure. How how difficult can it be to capture one kid? You oh, know. <laughs> you'd be surprised. He's a rascally little bastard. He is. Mm. Uh, my lady, if it's not too much trouble, do you mind if we rested here for at least a day? Well. A bit weary from our travelers. Maybe tomorrow we can get started on the whole Will of the Woods situation. Well, of course, I have servants' quarters. You're more than help. You're more than welcome to set yourself up in. Thank you so much. Yes, I I can, great help. I can have Chucklehead take you to them. Thank you. Um, before there are any misgivings or misunderstandings, are there? Is there anywhere in this lovely facility that you do not want us? Avoid going down a corridor up north. Well, until we can become official business part partners, I'm afraid this is as far as I really can let you go. Fair enough. No. That is fair. Like, you, like you've implied, I happen to have all sorts of things and plans and buildings, and you seem to have acquired plans for, what did you call them, a nimble right? Yes, they're mm -hmm. from a tower of high sorcery or some such. Now, I'm not going to put any kind of blame or any kind of idea out there that you might have acquired this through treachery, but I'd rather we have a contract of sorts, first and foremost, before the rest of my factory and workings are really made available to you. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. That's totally understandable. I'm glad. You two seem amenable. Oh, but How's please, How's the um... tea? Well Vices. seasoned. <laughs> yeah, Vice did the polite thing of taking a sip and then putting it back down. Yeah, Vice, it's... <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Lowry, if you took a sip, this is a mushroom tea. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. I've had worse. Potlucks at the book club. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Quite lovely. <clears throat> Is there anything else I can do for you? No, this... We'll do some preparations. <laughs> Though if there's still some doubt in your mind, he'll hand over the <clears throat> blueprint. Please give this a look over. See, I like you, Mr. Vice. You seem rather nice. Hmm. She smirks and takes it. And then you can see that she wraps her fingers on the table. And she repeats this process as you're speaking roughly eight times. And as she does, and finishes the eighth one, she takes a long sip of her tea, and the door opens, and Chucklehead is there. And she says, uh, Chucklehead, uh, be a dear, and show these two to where they'll be staying. And uh, he just nods yes mom uh and comes over to the two of you and makes a motion to the door well vice is gonna stand give a quick bow pull larry's chair out mm-hmm. larry will stand and bow as well okay Follow Chucklehead all the way to serving quarters. Okay, yeah. Chucklehead uh, exits said building uh, and then takes you all roughly about 200 feet away from the entrance of Loom Lurch. There is what look to be goblin quarters uh, that are set up. Uh, and he says, It's not much, but it's a bed. Amish? wonderful thank you um by the way i i noticed back there she knocked and you were there do we knock eight times to call you should we need anything or do we just shout out the door no it's a special thing oh okay and he shows you where to sleep and says uh if you need anything you can find him at the market and he will make his way back over meanwhile cloud plans you, yeah cloud you and pam have been playing cards and from the distance like from your from your hiding spot you watched the two of them get led in by a goblin that's head looked like a candy apple and then a little time later they came out this your card there's a pile of cards on the ground now. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Nice. You know, street magic, never really been good at that. <laughs> well, it looks like they came out okay. 
You see him right over there? Yeah, and that toffee-headed head, uh, toffee -headed goblin is leading them into the woods. Huh. Uh, Clout's gonna telepathically contact Vice. You, uh, okay over there, or are you getting led behind the barn? Well, I don't know what's going on. They told me to start counting flowers. Um, no, Lowry and I are fine. Uh, we might have to postpone our little jailbreak scenario. We levied to... Not levied. We've managed to negotiate a day stay for Lowry and I here. Alright. Well, that's not the best case scenario. We need to make sure that Will doesn't come out here and try to do his plan. As she conscripted us to capture the young William. Uh, that would be a dampener on some plans, as it were. Uh, but we do still need to get the portrait of her out. So I figure early in the morning, right before she rises, I'll sneak in and get forgotten. Alright, um, any information from the inside? It's big. I can see that from out here. <laughs> um, we are currently being led to the Seventh Quarters, as it were. We got stopped just above, uh, just north of the Goblin Market. And she wouldn't let us any further in. I could do some night recon. Only if you think you can do it without getting spotted. Fair decision. I did have an idea, and he will relay his uh, <clears throat> powder of itching and sneezing and uh, dumping it into a bag of holding and then dumping that into uh, Scabatha's water supply. Bavlorna's. Bavlorna's water supply. <laughs> One of these days. Uh, One of these days. <clears throat> yeah, it's not a bad idea. You just gotta make sure that you can't get caught. Well, I know where she pumps the water from. I know where she pumps the water from, so it shouldn't be too bad. What do you think, Pam? What? You're making a lot of those very serious faces. How's the call going? Uh, hold on. Uh, Vice, you can make this uh, like a three-way, right? Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. <laughs> pick up. Still trying to read one of the cards. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Pam? Can you hear Hello? me? Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, Pam. Your camera's off. I don't, I don't understand how this works. <laughs> you're, you're a cat now. <laughs> you I'm pretty sure I'm still me. I'm like, I got all my fingers. You realize this is a telepathic message. You don't have to say things out loud. Oh, okay. I cast exposition for Pam's benefit. <laughs> Credible. Okay, so then what's the plan? Should we should we stand by nearby where you're resting, or should we try and find a way to get inside? Or stand by for now. My <clears throat> my telepathic link will fade in the next <clears throat> hour thirty. So wait for. Larry to communicate with you. Okay. Though I can re-up it in the morning. If I spot y'all. 
So you're gonna be there all night then? Not all night. So long as you're within 120 feet of me, uh, I can also communicate with you. Hmm. All right. Uh, when we get settled, let's find a place to regroup behind the servants' quarters. All right. Sounds good. Clout's gonna start gathering up all of his cards. Pamphordam is going to uh, send out a summon for their uh, steel defender to start making their way to the area. Okay. Miss Moon. Hmm? What's the significance of the number eight? Eight knocks, eight days to complete this task. They might all be bound by the number eight. Um, it, and it, it, a lot of things could a factor. I mean, if they have like a pact amongst themselves about the number eight or if their magic is controlled by something having to do with the number eight, um, they could all just really be obsessed with the number eight. Maybe it's their soccer jersey number. Um, they could... Um, lucky number eight. Lucky number eight. Uh, I don't think eight is normally a lucky number. Um, it could just... I do. Mm. Can I make an Arcana roll to see if there's anything specific tag-wise? If it was anyone else. Thirteen? Thirteen? Your guesses earlier about maybe they just like the number eight? Mm Mm-hmm. That seems like it could be a thing. I mean, hags are weird. They like a lot of weird shit. Especially, like, fey. Like, not just hags, but, like, specifically, like, the hags that exist within the fey wild. They can also be a little peculiar uh, about things that they enjoy. So it could just be something relating to their magic, but you're not sure as to how. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it could just it could be a lot of things. I mean, it could just be that it, they maybe they decided to make the number eight their entire personality, <laughs> like mushrooms or you know, trees, monkeys and lions. When you give them to a young boy, huh? When you give a young boy a gift um, at a certain age, that just becomes his personality. Really? Yeah. Oh, good to know. You did well. Thanks. I don't think anything was noticed, so that's good. Right? She did notice. Small pat on her back. If she did, we can figure out a way. It'll be fine. All right. What's the plan until... I'm assuming, are we doing something tonight? Are we staying here all day? Yes, well, we're going to meet up with you. He looks over to where Chucklehead is. What? No. Chucklehead just has a constant grimace because their face is a candied apple. Okay. 
are they particularly listening in on our conversation? They don't. I mean, they dropped you off at the servants' quarters, then was like, oh, if okay. you need me, I'll mm -hmm. be at the market. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, yes, later tonight we'll regroup, reassess. Um, I was thinking about going in, waiting around until she wakes up, and then, well, getting forgotten. Right. What are we supposed to do if she calls us into a meeting when you've been forgotten? By steps into the goblin room as he's digging through a, in his bag for a notebook, pulls out a like nibbed pen and just starts writing. And it is like a planned guide, step for step, what he had in mind. Okay. And then, Clout, you and Pam were making your way to said servants' quarters? Yeah. Okay. I, I think that we get like within 120 feet of them. Uh, and then, like, try and find a, a sort of a secluded, like, well-hidden place in this area. Okay, yeah. Uh, make a stealth check. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Both of us? <laughs> yeah. 22. It's oh, 21. Okay. 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 Yeah, you guys are stealthed AF. We were the right guys for the job. Yeah, Steel Defender is on its way. Clout, you are just hiding out 120 feet away from your friends. Yep. Well, looks like we'll have some time to kill. Um, sick of cards. Uh, Clout will sit down, sort of kick off his boots. Uh, and then, like, put his hands behind his head as he leans against a tree. Hey, Pam. Yeah? What are you going to do when you get your hands back? Well, hopefully my hands still work the way they're supposed to. I, uh, I'll probably go back to, uh, go back to the university and finish my last year, uh, over in Geldenath. And then after that, I'm probably going to reopen the, the toy shop that's in my hometown. Um, I'm probably just, like, retire, make toys. <clears throat> I kind of want to try and travel, you know? Try and head to places uh, that have been, like, visited by a war or, or, like, big emergencies, environmental disasters and stuff like that, you know? Visit the orphanages, pass out a few toys to help help cheer up the mood. Maybe Maybe try and help them process what's going on. Clout smiles at that. Yeah, I think that's good. You always made the best toys. Well, I was trying to think. I mean, like, I I, I appreciate it. Uh, I was hoping that I'd at least get get, get enough use out of my hands uh, before they went wrong. What about you? Like, you were you were working at the circus or carnival. I know there's a difference. I just never can manage to get those words separated in my head. Um, what are you going to do now? Sort of scratches at its chin. I don't know. Um, I got to try and figure out all the things I've forgotten. I need to uh, figure out what the hell I did to make my sister hate me so much. You don't actually remember? Not really. I think Vice has something to do with it. 
Have you tried asking Vice? No. Have you tried asking your sister? No. You know, I've, I've met some people who had traumatic brain injuries and stuff and, and have difficulties with memory recall. And, um, you know, if it is a loved one you're trying to deal with, and if you take the time to explain to them that although you may have still delivered harm in some way or wronged them, that you do not have the ability to recall that memory and that you need help guiding, getting the guidance back through it so that you can understand like what went wrong and, and try and do conflict resolution from there forward. Huh. You said a lot of words there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think it's important to try and try and talk talk your way through uh, any type of issues you might need processing. You know, what, you're really smart, Pam. Thank you. In more ways than one. Yeah, I wish you know my brain helped more in Mulhoran than either toys or war, but that's just kind of the way things are. Yeah. Sometimes you can know a lot about something, but when push comes to shove, sometimes being able to throw a punch helps more. Speaking of throwing a punch, do you have like like brass knuckles or, or like a little like hideaway knife or anything? Or do you just got like some cool leather gloves for fighting? Uh, what do you mean? A, a, a knife? What are you okay. talking about? Well, like, if we had to go somewhere and, like, they're, like, turn in all your weapons, but, like, do you have anything that you can still use or conceal? Yeah, I I, I got a knife, but I honestly, uh, I don't like using weapons if I can help it. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, do you have any, like, gloves you like to, to wear if you do end up having to, like, wrestle on people? Um, I don't normally have gloves are you do you do you need something i'm just brainstorming you know no plan ever makes it past the first point of contact so you know all of this sounds really good and all but what if we actually do have to engage these tin soldiers or what if we have to get into some frantic chasing through the hallways with uh the correct tag that's here <laughs> hmm You, you bring up a good point. Um, listen, you're really good at thinking, but I'm pretty good at thinking on my feet. So I think we'll be all right. Okay. Um, if we do have to think on our feet in a combat sense, if you're able to discern what element is the most beneficial at the time, give me a couple patty cakes. I can, I can help you out. All right. I think I remember how to pat a cake. Yeah, I mean, it... make sure you have, like, gloves on or something like that, because I don't want to set fire to your hands. Oh. Okay. Um, I don't really have any gloves. Do you Do you have some? <laughs> well, yeah, I have a couple work gloves, but I mean, like... And Pam holds up their little gnome hand. I mean, they're not going to fit you. Um, maybe we can make some adjustments. Yeah, I can. I mean, like, I could. I could try to like work something out, or maybe like just get a couple of wraps or something. But I hope we actually don't have to get into combat. But oh yeah, I think I, I could probably put together some wraps or something. Here, hold on, let me look through my makeup kit. I mean, my disguise kit. 
uh, Clout's gonna put together some like hand wraps of some sort. Oh, hey, well, let me show you what I'm talking about here, okay? So I was given this <clears throat> for my tutor a long time ago. And they pull out a small, like intricate uh, glass vial uh that looks like it is uh like designed to look like a baby blue dragon hmm. um so i just take this all right and i just put a little bit on my finger and I'll... oh that really burns a whole lot okay so <laughs> sorry uh Dam then like reaches towards uh cloud's arm wraps and uh like a small amounts of like frost kind of like sprout from their mouth as they whisper a few words uh, and channel draconic energy or chromatic draconic energy into Clout's fists. And uh, with the image of cold uh, and ice in Pam's head, suddenly the gauntlets without harming Clout now are emanating like an icy frost effect. Mechanically speaking, you now do 1d4 cold damage until uh, uh, a minute has passed. Uh, so yeah, um, I have to think real hard about like what type of element we're working with. Uh, and I don't know how the, anything but ice is going to work with the blue, but I can make I can make fire, lightning, uh, poison. He's just looking at his hands, like watching like the cold waft off of them. Sort of snaps his fingers and like watches like some snowflakes fly off. Uh, and he turns around and just sort of like knocks on the tree and then like frost sort of spreads from where he knocked. It's like, ah, it's a neat trick. Yeah, yeah. I usually use it to like, you know, like rapidly heat and cool metals or, or maybe like to do a little bit of acid washing on materials and all that. But I mean, technically it was given to us from Paladin, so I think it's supposed to be used in combat. I just, you know, adapt it. All right, so like when the time comes, just a quick patty cake. I don't, I don't remember how to patty cake. Is it like clap and then? <laughs> well, so long as you just, you know, like give me, give me two fist bumps at the same time or something. You know, it's just in in one. It does uh, it. <laughs> if we were to say our reaction time was in a bonus category, that's the amount of time I would need. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do a lot of things on a uh, bonus reaction time. Oh, don't worry. It'll be it'll be from me. So, and in a sense, I mean, we gotta rest ahead of us soon. It just cycles from ice to fire to poison for a sec, and then they just turn it off. Nice. Yeah, I think Clout and Pam spent some time out in the woods, just like getting getting that particular maneuver down. Okay, right. and then I had a question which was the Steel Defender, uh, was originally placed inside of your bag of holding, correct? So when you, uh, when you called uh, for it... Clapper Claw is in the bag of holding. Okay. But the Steel, Steel Defender, Defender is... was parked at the tree until we... Gotcha. Like... Okay. Just wanted to make sure, because in my brain, Clapper Claw and the Steel Defender are... One and the same. One and the same. So, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to make sure. Um, but yeah, about couple hours go by and he, uh it's beginning to uh turn towards nightfall uh at this point and pam you hear uh what sounds like crunching brush uh as your steel defender makes its way towards you 
But right. with it also having taken several hours to get here, uh, Vice and Lowry, Vice, you explained the plan, wrote it down for Lowry. Were you two doing anything else during this time? Right, and plan H is we just throw a Molotov at her and run. Run very fast. I mean, I could just throw a ball of fire at her. Oh, that works too. I didn't know where we were going to get kerosene out here. Yeah, no, I can I can just fire at her. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any trepidations about fighting other hags? No, the Hourglass Coven is, um, <clears throat> they're not, um, they're what people normally think hags are. So, um, typically whenever people talk about hags, it, it's, it's, it's very hard for them to, um, accept that there are, there are good hags in the world because most of the time they interact with ones that want to hurt them. So, um, no, I'm okay with hitting them with fire. Lowry? Make an intelligence check or a history check. Yeah. If you are not skilled in history, you will add your proficiency bonus for history for this. I am skilled in it. Oh, D&D Beyond, please be nice to me. That's a natural one plus a two. <laughs> so, Can... yeah, that's fine. Everything that you've just said is exactly what Lowry is saying. No added, no sprinkles, nothing else. There's totally probably a photo of them somewhere in the house. <clears throat> anyway, right. it's usually the good ones that tend not to want to mess with people. That's why the bad ones always get a bad rap. Well, the group as a whole gets a bad rap. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, my book club, I mean, they, I mean, you kind of like give what you, get what you give when it comes to hags. So, I mean, some of them do deal out some pretty severe um, contracts. But I mean, if you show up on someone's doorstep acting like a big old dingus, I mean, they're going to be a little miffed. <laughs> what about you? You said that you're whole new to this whole hag thing. Well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not new to. Technically, I've just been in training for a long time. I'm not years, so good. So I heard. I stopped counting. I think it's more. I think you are doing very good for a trainee. Thanks. Honestly, do your best. That's all we can really ask. Something to add? What? <laughs> you said right, and then there was like this long string of silence like you were thinking on something. No, it's just, it's kind of stopped moving up there. It's usually not this quiet, but, um, eh, yeah, um, it's, thanks. little encouragement goes a long way sometimes. And, well... Pam and Cloud are good folk. I can't really speak much for, for Pam, but I've seen his integrity. We've all got your back here. 
Thanks. Yeah. All right, let's She's... take it from the top. Okay. Initially, we are here to gather land and resources to create these nimble rights. Our current purpose, we will try to leave up in the air, but if anything, reveal to her that it is a hostile takeover of Waterdeep. Right. Go on, note it down. I'm, I'm writing it. I'm going to need more paper after this. I think I might have a spare notebook. She is just furiously scrawling. Hmm. Yeah, and Dice will just go over the plan again. Okay. Yeah, it is now getting later in the evening. Uh, Vice, you and Lowry, as you uh, are finishing up these preparations for said plan, uh, goblins start coming in to this room uh, or to these quarters. There's about five of them. Uh, and Chucklehead uh, is like, he's kind of following behind them, uh, make like having made sure uh, that the market was successful in the day. You're not exactly sure what successful means, but one of these goblins, like, you hear on the way out, just like, I made a whole gold piece. Yeah! And, like, they're just like, oh, yeah! Like, they're they cheering. And the then, like, they board. see you in the quarters, and, like, suddenly they, like, get really, like... <clears throat> no, no. <clears throat> Celebrate your small wins. That's good for morale. Mm -hmm. You did very good. Excellent salesman. And they see you, and immediately they start speaking goblin to each other. Uh oh. Rude. Uh oh. And then Chucklehead finally comes in as well. Um, oh. Chucklehead. Is there anything that you'll be needing? Um, this is a little embarrassing of me to ask, but is there um, a private place where the monarch and I could be alone? Emotions to the woods. All you are needing. I could take you to abandoned tree stump. Gabish. I prefer something with a roof, if you don't mind. So abandoned tree stump. It's hollowed out. Well, I've we're heard gonna that need a little more room. He he likes it when I use the enlarge reduce spell. You know. And Chucklehead, you see, like, there is, like, the straining sound of Toffee as that grimace turns into a frown. And he's like, I think I understand what you're meaning, Gabish. Um, tell you what. You have, you have, uh, bubbles, yes? Trinkets, yes? Oh, yes. How long do you need? <laughs> they look at each other. <laughs> Sweet. Sweetie, how... Maybe like an hour or two. Uh, uh, handful of... Uh, do you have bubbles? Trinkets? I have um, 
I have, oh, I have this. This is really, really cool. She's going to uh, rummage in her in her bag. Um, I have this mummified raven's claw. Thanks. Takes it. I have a bell. Takes that and looks at the two of them and then turns around and barks something in goblin and the other goblins that were like just like getting there, like getting <laughs> ready to like pause are just like and he like shows them the like like a foot and a bell and they're just like, Oh shit, yeah and, like they like put their stuff back on and they will and uh he like motions them out of the building and then looks at the two of you and says, We'll be back in two hours, Gebich. And he like tries to wink as best you can. And as he does, you see you hear a little and a small worm pops out of the side of his head and looks like it gives you a wink, like James and the Giant Peach style, and then pops back in. Thank you so much for your We will pretend we did not hear anything. So be as loud as you want. No, we don't speak common. <laughs> You're... Okay, thank you. <laughs> and the two... And him and this small group of goblins leave you in this building for two more hours. There is... A sound of silence and then a barking laugh from Vice. <laughs> In large reduce, really. It's the only spell I could think of that would require more space than a tree stump. I guess we could thrash the place if we need to. <laughs> really sell it. All right, well, that didn't get us into another room, so. What's the plan now? We could use this place as a meeting room for the next hour or two. Let's get the boys in here. All right. Are you contacting them? I can't. It's been too long. Speaking of the boys, uh, a message arrives at Vice. Can't help but notice that there's a mass exodus from the servants' quarters. What's going on? got a message from clout can you tell him please that we have procured a space to meet in private you can respond that's a part of the spell oh is it part of the spell mm -hmm. sick then you why would i have this message <clears throat> uh we've procured a meeting spot for the next two hours if you wish to come in uh on your way out please thrash the room thoroughly <laughs> huh all right. What's up? Not going to ask questions about things that I'm very interested in doing. Come on, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. And Pam, like uh like we had made uh mentioned earlier, about I want to say maybe like 20 minutes before this event transpired, your steel defender has arrived. All right, Pam will have the steel defender um like remain at the tree line we were just at you know, blending in with its fellow trees, totally also made of metal for sure. That's how trees work. You uh, see it like <laughs> grabbing like vines and ivy and it is just like putting it onto itself to appear like it is at least been overtaken by the green. Just holding a tree branch. Alright, remember if I say hey Kool-Aid, that's your activation code. <laughs> 
the full body nod. Yes. All right, then Pam will follow Clout. Yep. Uh, Clout will crawl in through a window if there is one. Yeah, Clout, you crawl in through the window and like, do you want to have like cat-like reflexes climbing in or do you want to like knock some shit off? Uh, I'm going to send Pam in first, uh, and then, yeah. Pam I'm, will like... knock some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fall in through the window. They're just already destroying the room. They have a job. Yep, just thud. Oh, okay, we're good. And Pam will just push one more thing off the table. <laughs> uh, any changes to the plan? Um, well... Currently, maybe. We'll see. Uh, like I said in the message earlier, she contracted us to try and capture Will if we want to get deeper in to the facility. But I don't think anything has changed much except for Will probably coming here within the next few hours. Uh, anything we can do to prevent that? Honestly? I don't it, think so. Yeah. No. I feel like once he set his mind on something, nothing's going to stop him. Do you want to go through the building earlier and try and find a way in? I was thinking um, that I could use Pass Without a Trace to give you an extra little boost to being sneaky and then just, you know, turn into a mouse and hide in your pocket. Hmm. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, not a bad idea, actually. And we're trying but to get we will actually you. need the two of you to mess up the room a little bit. This one. This yeah. One? We had to lie to the goblins. Way ahead of you. It, like, just picks up a chair and <laughs> smashes it over a bed. Okay, so, so if I get this right, Vice, you're going to try and become the first person in the morning so that you're invisible, but you're also <laughs> going to be making the appointment? No. Um, tonight, I'm going to try and steal the painting. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. And then we still do the meeting the next day. No, I think we'll just unleash chaos tomorrow. Oh, Clout, make sure you get some things that are, like, high up on the shelves. The enlarged reduced spell was mentioned, so. A ah. tall person. Yeah. Oh, you say an enlarged reduced spell was mentioned. Yeah. What do I, I say? Do I, I like want to waste thing. a spell slot on this joke? <laughs> I wasted all of my draconic slots on a character development moment, so. Uh. <laughs> Hold on, how many spell slots do I have? Well, Pam's an artificer, so they use one of their three spell slots to shoot some acid into the ceiling. <laughs> oh. oh, we're going to have to figure out an explanation for that. I'm well, so... I mean, different body fluids from different species have different levels of acidities, and I just assume the goblins don't know so much. By, by the way, um, is that acid dextroamino based? I don't know. Some witch taught me how to do it. Huh. <laughs> Sounds like a weird witch. Anyway. Smash, smash, smash. <laughs> All right, you two. Knock yourselves out. Not literally. All right. So just to double check. So at this point, Will will probably be awake when we do Operation Wreak Havoc. So how are we going to incorporate them back into the plan? idea. Since the witch contracted us to capture Will, Larry and I can chase him away, as it were. Uh. Pretending to go and try and capture him. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Uh, how are you going to get him on board with that plan? Game of tag. Oh, you just don't have to tell them that you're just pretending to betray them. I don't think Will will want to be caught if they think they are betrayed. That's going to get messy later on when we need to regroup with them. That yeah. kid has death in his eyes. He will kill you. <laughs> I can speak to him telepathically. All right, All right, so then we're stealing a painting tonight. We're starting the chaos tomorrow and playing chase with Will. I'm assuming then that means that's the distraction. I must, I think that would make the tin soldiers come out and, and chase you all if you ask for help, maybe. And you two maybe. break out the rest of the children. All right. All right. I'll make sure to prep lock breaking and exfiltration spells. There's just one problem with this plan. Just one? Just one? <laughs> well, one that I can see. And if I can see it, then it's a pretty big problem. What is it? What's distracting the hag? Honestly, we could hope that our little game of tag brings her out as well. If she can't see you, you could just become a poltergeist in True. the building. Maybe we'll Vice. swap it then. Vice, when you steal the painting... Can you leave something behind that makes it look like one of his, one of her sisters was responsible? Pavlona's a big book of bad blood. I could rip a page out of it. And that would be smart. Just like a little corner. Nothing to show the handwriting. Specifically one uh, that says something about her. Yeah, it says like Scapitha's a butt or something on it. Uh, Lowry's gonna pull out the Book of Bad Blood and see if she can find the specific page. Okay. Yeah, it's like a whole page dedicated to Scabatha. <laughs> Where's the chapter on Scabatha? <laughs> oh, oh, that's a... Oh, they really don't like each other. Well, Some of these that's... words are banned in my country. Mm. That might be lucky for us. Uh, hopefully... words on my block. Hopefully this makes her mad enough that she wants to go pick a fight. Maybe she won't be here tomorrow. Lowry will tear the page out and hand it to Vice so he can put it in his pocket. So then, all right. Um, are we going to break the painting too? How big is the painting? Did we see it? Did you see it? No. We don't know. We weren't That's... allowed past the first room. I've still I've still done a painting or two in my day. It's not too hard to extricate. Well, I'm just saying for transportation, either we're going to be hauling around a large portrait that's delicate, or hopefully it can fit inside the bag of holding. If it's like a small painting, and you can take that bag with you. Well, I, I mean, we could just cut it off of the frame. Yeah. Roll her up and then stuff it in the bag. Oh, okay. I always thought it was like a whole thing. No, no, um, transporting paintings that way is typically, well, very obvious. Mm -hmm. I mean, is the frame worth anything? Usually no. No. Hmm. Okay, all right, well then that solves that question. Yeah. So then, are you going to, while you're in there stealing the painting, wait for Scabatha to wake up to be invisible? I'm just making sure I get all of the ducks lined up in my brain. Actually, I was thinking on that cloud. 
if you can sneak into her room, because I'm supposed to be leading the charge on capturing William, you become the ghost. Huh. Clout could disguise himself as you. Brania. Double checking my spells. I, also, well, I, I, can, can... I can cast it. Um, Is it really best for me to look like one of you? What if I was disguised as well? Well, if you're, if you're going to be looking at them, uh, wait, actually, how how would that work? If you're if, if I were to like cast disguise on you and you look like Will, would Will then be invisible or would you still be invisible even when you turn back into Cloud again? Huh. Interesting question. Otherwise, if you're just like looming over them right when they wake up, we don't have to worry about what you look like. Supposed to remember me. It'd be strange mm. to have a someone that you don't remember leading the charge against your enemy, as it were. Right, and they like they just met you yesterday and suddenly you're gone. That's that's very sus. Well, wow. right, but Vice could still do whatever we need done while Vice is invisible and we can make Clout look like Vice. I can do the talking. You just have to stand there and I think look we're misconstruing what the information here. Why hmm. exactly do we need you to be invisible? That's exactly why. I much would rather have one of someone else be invisible so that they can break the kids out easier. I mean, invisible to her. Yeah, it's very situational. If we're not going to be interacting with her, I don't think we have to take the... Wow, I got really bright for a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, here, I'll, I'll put out that light. Um, we could also yeah. just make ourselves look like the kids at that point to break the kids out, too. Huh. Well, Pam would be the best uh, candidate for that. He's about the right size. She still doesn't know about you two, so there's that as well. All right. So is the current plan to go and steal something, uh, be seen by her so that I'm invisible to her, and then I can go with Pam to rescue the kids, and Pam will be disguised as a kid as we do so? Okay. Sure. And also, in case it, and we make sure to leave the note so it looks like uh, Bevlorna did it. Yeah. Best case I... scenario, she's not going to be there. But worst mm -hmm. case scenario, I'll be invisible and Pam will be a kid. <laughs> okay. And as you guys finalize this plan, that is where we are going to go into our break. So don't go no place unless it's to come on back to the show. We're going to be five to ten minutes. Don't go to no place unless it's to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. Pick yourself up something nice or possibly join the Discord. The link can be found in the Twitch chat to the side. Again, five to ten minutes. Don't go no place. We shall return. All right, everybody, see you soon. And hello, everybody. We have returned to our lovely game. Plans have been put in motion. We keep figuring out the best possible way to infiltrate Loom Lurch. We're, we've done it. We figured it out. Night is beginning to fall. 
at this point. Uh, the hour and a half, two hours uh, that you guys had given. Uh, the Goblins is about to be up. Uh, Pam, you and Clout are returning back to your, your secret hidey spot. Yeah, we'll set we'll set back up outside of Lone Lurch proper. Yep. Essentially, um, when Vice is ready to follow through on the plan, uh, he can contact Clout because we uh, re-upped our our, our thingama. Yeah, I, I can re-up it. Oh yeah. Speaking of, I gotta spe- hey. swap some spells around in the morning. Uh-huh. For the next six hours, we can speak telepathically. Nice. Oh, you roll for how long it lasts? I roll for how long it lasts, yeah. Neat. Oh, okay. That's right, cool. I want that. Kind of neat. All right. So I'm going to change my spells up. Our Pamphardam's going to like change their spells up. They're also going to take another drop uh, out of the vial and rub it. Uh, and this time, like they shake their head and like little drops of acid kind of like drop out onto the floor uh, and burn it a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, spicy. Okay, so question. Yes. Uh, which is to say, uh, your plan was to invade Loom Lurch that following, like this, the evening that the plan was enacted? We're going to steal the painting first. Okay. Yeah. And have overnight. 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 Have- okay, so I just wanted to make sure before mm-hmm. we do any, like, overnight prep plans, like, long rest attributed things you guys have time for a short rest before this but it wouldn't be like long rest and then do it while it's still like early in the morning kind of thing so just wanted to establish the time frame before we do long rest activity Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. understood okay so operation steal the painting yep uh clout is uh whilst pam is preparing uh clout is also preparing just sort of tuning his uh veal um and like plucking it and then untuning it and plucking it some more uh and then he says aloud to pam um i think it's a really good thing that you're gonna go around and give toys to orphanages um i wasn't gonna tell you this but i I actually spent a lot of time in an orphanage growing up. Yeah. Well, that's something we have in common. Really? Yeah, my my parents were kind of war criminals, so um they died in, during the rebellion, and so I spent my most of my childhood in an orphanage in Mulhoran. Huh. We kind of just got left on a doorstep. I don't really remember my parents. Was your orphanage, was the caretakers at the orphanage good to you, at least? Uh, as good as they could be, but eh, nobody wants to adopt a tiefling. How come? There's kind of a reputation. Um, a lot of people think that we're evil. Why? Because we have demon blood. But, I mean... Bird. Some people have bird blood, and doesn't mean that they're gonna want crackers all the time. It kind of seems like a bit of a racist thing. All right. I don't um, know where, yeah. where you 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 come from the Sword Coast, right? Yeah. Well, gosh, 
Yeah, that place kind of seems like it's a bit backwards. In Mulhorand, it's really more just, you know, on an individual judgment, you know? Hmm. To be fair, uh, Cordial probably would have had a better chance than me. I was kind of a problem kid. I got into fights and stuff, and uh, we were a package deal, so. Do you think that led to some reason why they're mad at you, or do you think that came a lot later? I think it was later. Cordial's a good kid, or she was. She's an adult now. How close are you in age? Pretty close. Uh, I'm about five years older. Okay. I guess it's not that close. <laughs> close enough to grow up in an orphanage together. <clears throat> well, hopefully also when we get this figured out, those of these kids that aren't actually kids, we can hopefully turn back. Um, otherwise, I think it might be wise for us to find out where these kids are going to need to go afterwards. Um, Will can take care of them, don't you think? Yeah, but I don't know about, like, letting kids spend an infinite amount of time in their childhood without any, like, development. So, oh, like, should they no. stay in the Fey Realm? I, I totally get you. Like, yeah, no, it's, um, it's bad for kids to raise themselves. Um, <laughs> Cloud says staring off into the middle distance um yeah um it's it's a temporary situation like just until we can find the sleeping queen and uh make sure that the hags are no longer in charge i i figure the kids will be safe by then that's true if we can at least get this heckin kingdom sorted out then maybe the people in charge can do something good with them Uh, he looks up at the moon and says, I think it's past midnight now. It should be about time. All right. We'll see if this works out. Okay. And as a brief aside, when the goblins return to the servants' quarters and see so much of their stuff broken, <laughs> like the... The goblins, who are not Chucklehead, turn and look towards Chucklehead. And, like, their arms are crossed. And, like, one of them's, like, tapping their foot. Like, what the fuck is this? And, like, speaking in goblin, like, like motioning. And, like, one of them, you can see, has, like, the pained expression of, like, that was my favorite chair. Even if it's mended, it can never truly be fixed kind of thing. Like, and, like, others, yes. like, one, like, comes in and just, like, uh, like, they're just, like, kind of, like, making, like, a, ooh, there's some stank in here. <laughs> and, like, nothing happened, obvious, unless, but nothing happened. Uh, and so these goblins are definitely just, like, placebo affecting what they assumed was happening with this whole enlarge reduce. Uh, and Chucklehead is, like, doing his best to like calm them and then one of them like puts their hands up and like makes a makes a stupid expression while having a like circle around where their head is and just Aah! and you see chucklehead like gets really upset about that and like like pushes him like just down to the ground and like barks at him and like they sort of like cower a little bit and he looks towards the others and they all just like like turn their heads away 
and uh he just like very quietly but with like two pointed fingers like gives that just like like you can tell that he's effectively telling this goblin make fun of my head again and you will lose yours and then afterwards like one of them like you see is like like brings their like bring their hands up over uh, a piece of broken furniture and you hear nilbog and when they say that like it's almost like time is reversing on the chair as it mends back together and they are just going around nilbog 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 like spending time is the goblin command word for mending fucking goblin backwards yes many of their <laughs> spells vocal components are goblin but backwards I love it. And then Chucklehead comes up to you. Yes, sorry about this. Um, and we hope that you used the quarters to your liking, Gabish. There's a water skin that's going over to Vice's mouth. Mm -hmm. Absolutely magical. That's good. Mm. Good. Uh, um. Ooh. Again, you're more than welcome uh, to spend the night here. Uh, but if you do require uh, more private quarters, maybe that don't require the uh, enlarged reduce. Again, we have a hollowed out stump, perfect for sleeping, lots of bugs, free food, basically continental breakfast. Excellent. I think I think we'll make our way there. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much again for your hospitality. Most of romantic course. night we've had since we've been traveling. Isn't that right, sweetie? Good. I am a big believer in romance. Gibbish? Mm-hmm. Arm is offered to Lowry. And they will walk off into the woods in the direction where this hollowed log is. Okay. Yeah, and it is, like, it's a, it's a stump. Like, it's an old-growth stump. It looks like it is maybe about the size of... Uh, it's it's larger than, uh, like, two Volkswagens, like the vans that have been kind of stuffed together. Like, it's a moderate-sized room that's been hollowed out, and you can see, like, there is a space where you could lay down in there. But like he was saying, there are many bugs uh, in this place. And also, you don't necessarily plan on sleeping sleeping here, so kind of works out. But Vice, you have a, a secret undercover mission uh, that you are planning on setting off on. Uh, and then, Lowry, you're staying behind while he goes in to attempt um, to steal painting. Uh Lowry is going to cast um, Pass Without a Trace, okay. and then she is going to Wild Shape into a mouse, because she can concentrate on a spell while Wild Shaped. Um, yay, Druids. Uh, and that way he will get a plus 10 bonus to his stealth rolls. Okay. Sneaky, sneaky. And the plan is for Clout to go with uh, Vice on this. Uh, okay. You're going to branch off and then head to uh, Scabbath's room. Yeah. Um, Got it. Before... And so you are leaving Pamferdam behind. Yeah. Uh, just before Clout uh, leaves, uh, he'll look to Pamferdam and say, Hey, uh, if I don't make it out of here, can you do me a favor? Yeah. 
uh, when you get your hands back, can you give Cordial a something? Yeah, if it comes to it. Um, hopefully not, but yeah, I'll try and find Cordial and make them something if uh, something gets weird. Thanks. Uh, she really deserves something. When you got adopted from our place, you were allowed to pick one of the toys and take them with you, and um, that didn't really happen for us, so. Oh, yeah, because the racism? No. Um, we we left. Oh you, oh, you didn't get adopted? No. Oh, yeah, I guess we can talk more about that when you come back. Yeah. Um, yeah, if, sure. uh, if I get any inkling that things are not going well in there, uh, me and my machine will do our best to make as much noise and chaos on the outside as possible. It'll be fine. Yeah, I think it's gonna be alright. You got this. He nods and says, I got this. Uh, and he will pluck a string on his veal and he turns invisible. Okay. He's going in. Hamford Ann will patiently wait. <laughs> okay, so. Let's... Sorry, Pam. Sorry, Vice... Pam. <laughs> okay, so, Pam, you are left with the Steel Defender. Clout, you are invisible. And I'm, I'm going to assume that your group made, like, uh, an established meeting place. Correct. That seems like something that your group would do. So that way, if Clout invisibles himself, then you can at least wait to hear the, like, through the brush of Clout approaching while invisible and then, like, go together? Or is it just, like, go whenever you fucking feel like and then we'll go, like, gotta... That sounds like something a party with foresight would have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm assuming that we're corresponding with telepathy. (laughs) Yeah, this 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 group doesn't seem like they would make a meetup spot, to be honest. Hello and okay. welcome. We are the proof of fools. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sounds sounds good. Uh, I like that for your team name, by the way. Me I too. think that proof of fools, perfect for this. That's Thank that's you, something. Yeah, that's something that Lowry said a while back, and I 100% want to adopt that. Okay, so looking at the map of Loom Lurch. We got a map. Yeah. You do have a map. It is in the Wild Beyond the Witchlight channel. It is enormous. It is massive. It was the high quality map. Uh, they did have a downsized one, but eh, yeah, it's fine. It's I assume we want to avoid the pumpkins. Because there is the garden patch that is on the western half. That is the one that does have a uh like that does have doors and such things, stairways that you can get into on the, uh, or on the left side is where all the pumpkins are. I get my rights and my lefts confused like all the time. So I do apologize for that. On the Eastern side, the right-hand side, I think I'm just going to use regular ass directions for that cardinal points. Mm -hmm. Um, On the Eastern side, it does look like there is an entrance into the building um that is at least viewable if you go past the goblin market towards where uh you would be able to see what looks like uh, a circle of these reds um right. oh, and we had pointed out 
that uh, mm. we had pointed out that entrance device earlier. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, so... Ba -ba. Uh, using my telepathy, or rather Vice's telepathy, I'll uh, correspond with Vice. I'll say, I'm going to stay on your six until we part ways. I'll let you know when I do. Not twice. Okay. Yeah, so I guess we'll go up by where those red circles are and break in through there. Okay, sounds good. Let me just check on that real quick. Valerie's little mouse head just pops up out of the pocket. <laughs> squeak. Do you need anything? Snacks? Squeak, squeak. Hmm. Okay. okay, so as you get close... To one side of this giant toppled tree is a grove of bearded willows on the bank of a murky woodland pond. A patch of tilled earth spreads beneath their boughs, and the caps of several red toadstools are just beginning to emerge from the loam. Uh, mushrooms. Red caps. Lowry, love, if things do go south, could you flee back here and then toss a fireball right into this circle? Squeak. Squeak one's for yes, two for no. We'll establish that. Squeak. Head nod. Alright. Let's have a go at it. Uh, Vice takes a knee pulls out a dagger and then begins fiddling with the lock. Okay. Make a... Yes, because it is locked, so good on you for being prepared for that. Make a... Thieves' tools check. Okay. I'll inspire him. That's just a dexterity check for me. Because oh, I have an associate skill with that, right? Because I'm uh, proficient thieves tools. So I just add my proficiency. Yep, just add your proficiency it's bonus. Dexterity plus proficiency plus so uh, inspiration plus die if you want it. Six. Uh, 21. Okay, 21. Yeah, you are able to get through the door. Um, so yeah, you manage to thieves tools it. And it is a, or actually, because the way that buildings work, it would be a, uh, it would be a pole, so you would open the door. It wouldn't push into the building, uh, because if you're ever under assault or anything like that, you want to make sure that the door doesn't go into the. Anyways, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Before they enter, Vice is going to ask Clot if he knows prestidigitation. Don't. Okay, so this squalid kitchen. <laughs> Uh, as you walk in, this squalid kitchen is carved out of the trunk of, a f of the fallen oak. A large clay oven sits in the middle of the room, surrounded by crowded shelves laden with forest fungi, jars of pickled grubs, animal skulls, and moldy cookbooks. Sickly sweet vapors emerge from a cauldron that rests atop the oven. Mm. Mm. He's going to just put a handkerchief over his mouth and nose. Um... I guess we'll... Also, okay. 
A green dragon the size of a large dog is coiled near the oven, apparently dozing, fumes rising from the wormling's nostrils. Make a stealth check. Pass without trace. Pass without trace. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, Clout didn't get a pass without a trace, right? That is uh, Yes, everyone within... Um... 10, 10 or it's uh, 30, like a 30 eight. foot radius yeah. yeah all right i'm doing so at advantage because i'm invisible that is yeah. correct hey simon yes how's a 38 <laughs> i got a natural Close. fucking i got a natural fucking 20 and i got a 34 <laughs> Me so too. Oh, shit. <laughs> my boys my sons <laughs> it's almost it's like, as if we've done this before yeah, and lowry like... we will say that your stealth is attributed to vice because you are tucked in him's pocket Oh my god. Squeak. Okay. So I think Lowry just sees like Vice drop to a knee and it's like this whirlwind of motion but no sound is happening because he's also wearing the boots of Elven Kind. Squeak, 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 squeak. I think that if you could see Clout, uh, if he weren't invisible, you would see that he is literally just, like, trailing Vice, just following in his footsteps. And as this dragon is is snoozing, it's doing heckin' snoozles. Like, you just hear that, like... <laughs> like, you don't hear the intake. It's always the exhale, just like... <laughs> but, like, little, like bits of smoke just seem to emerge from its nostrils as it snoozes but thankfully you're good you're good here this is fine this is this is okay um so to the north is a door to the south is a door it looks like both are uh <clears throat> have stairwells up to them anyway would you, I think I think the quickest way would Vice go south. Yeah. Okay. So Vice, you, and Lowry are going south. Cloud, you are going north. I think that telepathically, Clout uh, will contact Vice. Should we part ways here? You go south, I go north. If you spot the if we spot anything that is concurrent to our objectives, let's just inform each other and we'll spot places. All right. Good luck. Same to you. Um, I will. He he will feel a shoulder or a hand. He will feel a shoulder on his hand. No, uh, he will feel a hand on his shoulder, uh, and I will inspire him one more time before we oh, part ways. I still have my inspiration. I didn't use it. Oh, do you? Well, yeah. then I just, like, put a hand on your shoulder, shake it, uh, and then it disappears. Squeak. Okay. So, Clout going north. The door is slightly ajar. South, Vice, as you get near this door, the door is locked. Yes, tools it is. Or, no, I get my thief's tools to uh, Pam, so I'm just using a dagger to try and get the latch out. Okay. This is just going to be a dexterity check then. Okay. Squeak. 17. 17? Yeah. Okay. 
is a sleepy dragon. That is for sure. You managed to... And, like, you look back real quick and just... And, like, the wormling sort of, like, rolls onto its back a little bit. Like, its back leg just, like, does a kicky. But it rests there. And you are able to enter into the next room. So, let's get that taken care of. Ah, perfect. So, the door uh, was thankfully closed. But, as you enter, this room has three doors and a wooden carved staircase that ascends to a higher level. The walls are a dense tangle of tree roots and brambles and nestled among which are five animated portraits. One of a svelte, dark-haired woman and the others depicting hags. Lowry, as you peek up from your mouse form, and Vice, you would also recognize this as well. The dark-haired woman, you can see, has the uh, like chicken foot tattoo that rests under the eyes. That rests under her eye. Then there is a more uh, frog looking hag that is in one of these portraits you see one of the portraits is none other than scabatha the third portrait looks like a gaunt figure that seems to be looming over a incredibly like like a basket dress almost but the basket itself looks like a big top in a carnival and where her rib cage would be you can see that there are like actors and acrobats that seem to be performing as she manipulates her fingers and just watches these things move almost inside of her. The fifth picture. Lowry sends a chill down your small rat spine. It is an old woman and not just old. It is the oldest woman that you have ever seen. A woman that you have identified previously as Baba Yaga. And this woman in this animated portrait. While the others seem to be minding their own business, involved with their own machinations, this old ancient grandmother you can see has a slight eyebrow raise and turn towards you. In your group's general direction there's a lot of shifting and mouse noises coming from vice's pocket when she sees that and you can see covering these walls are thick dark brambles that look like they are specifically like almost like blackberries where they just get everywhere. Like it is just briars and thorns that seem to cover the walls, blocking easy access to simply like pop a picture off and then like abscond with it. It seems like these briars are protecting these photos. But again, five pictures in total. That puts a dampener on things. And as you say that, Clout, moving into the room that you are heading into. As you enter in and like steadily push the door behind you, you can hear a like click 
of like the door on the other side going and you still hear the snoozing of the dragon so you're assuming that things are good and like you just like quick just push the door gently behind you making sure it's still ajar in case anybody is planning on on you know making a stink about it and inside this room, there is a staircase that runs along the wall of the circular room and climbs to an upper level. Tucked behind curtains of moss and ivy are numerous bookshelves bearing ancient tomes. And built into one of the bookcases is a tall oval mirror in a wooden frame. Flickering candlelight emanates from the eye sockets of a human skull resting atop an open roll-top desk. Uh um, I think that Clout, like, being in, like, forgets that he's invisible for a second and, like, you know, just sort of, like, crouches down, um, remembers that he's invisible but still doesn't trust that skull. I think that he's going to try and approach the stairs without crossing the skull's line of vision. Okay. Sounds good. Let me check. Make a make a stealth check. Yes. My name Clout, and I stealth. Um, I'm gonna inspire myself first. You could do this, Clout. Pam believes in you. I uh, got a twenty-two. Twenty-two. Stealthfully, low to the ground, low like a beast in the wood would be creep forward and you feel like you have avoided the skull's fiery gaze as it continues to illuminate the room okay going up those stairs okay sounds good so you are going up the top of the stairs he does so slowly um just like gently putting his weight on each step and if even one of them starts to creak he like takes his foot back off and then like moves it and tries to find a less creaky stair well it's like you like put just ever so much pressure on it to test to see if it'll have that like give to it i mean again like you were saying you grew up in an orphanage and you snuck out in the middle of the night with your sister you're pretty used and also given your previous history in Waterdeep, you're pretty good at making sure that when you're trying to go someplace that it is not going to make any noise, thankfully. And the invisibility, sure, you know, it doesn't hurt to have. I think it does cross Clout's mind, like, huh, I'm pretty good at this. I don't know if I like that. Okay. So, then we go back to the room with the briars vice you and lowry are staring at these animated pictures that seem again to be paying you no mind except for the ancient woman and eventually this svelte haired woman uh or this svelte looking woman sort of like turns and like sizes you both up and down and then she gets a smile across her face sort of like you see her shoulders like pop once in a brief chuckle and then she just goes back to sort of looking off into the distance squeak right do you think these are this is the portrait that um the other hag was talking about squeak 
there is a knife that comes out. Well, if you feel if you don't bear, if you don't like art getting desecrated, I recommend you look away. And he'll head over to the picture they need and begin to like gingerly cut it out of the portrait frame. Okay. I need you to make a dexterity. I need to just check real quick. If it's a saving throw or a... i sorry, what? <laughs> Let me just check real quick. Yes, a Do dexterity a saving throw, please. Okay. To avoid the brambles. Um, <laughs> I'm going to use some bullshit. Here we go. First okay. off, I got a natural one. Okay. So that makes it a seven. Okay. But I'm going to use my inspiration on this. Okay. And I'm also going to use my psionic knack. I don't know what those words mean. Please explain. I know the inspiration, uh, but psionic knack is not something I am familiar with. You know those words separately? Yes. Psionic knack, yeah. a psi-bolstered knack, when your non-psionic training fails you, your psionic power can help. If you fail, oh, it's an ability check using a skill or tool, which with you have proficiency. So I'm going to see if this d6 helps. Okay. Please. Uh, seven and four, eight, nine, ten, eleven. And eleven does not make it. So, <laughs> as you are going with your knife extended to begin to cut out the portrait of Scabatha Nightshade, whom you have been requested to receive the portrait of by Bavlorna, you can feel something scrape. Or I guess it would be a sound because you're using your dominant arm and your dominant arm is crystallized. Is crystallized. Yeah. So you just hear this like Fuck. and you look down and you can see that one of these blackened briars has scraped along your arm and you watch as all five of these portraits begin to shift. They begin to change. Along this portrait, you can see that the portrait of Tasha begins to shift and change. And where Tasha once stood is a tiefling girl in her late teens, early 20s. The next picture over, that is... Uh, that is one of the hags. You can see shifts and changes. Then you see another younger tiefling girl. Opalescent skin, horns. Just sort of like looking around in this place. Curious. The picture that you are currently carving out is a picture of you. But it's not you. And Lowry, when you're looking, you see a picture of Vice appear. But the horn is where his has this amethyst crystal growing out of it. The horn is gone. It has a nice cap on it, but it is missing at about the halfway point. And you can see that where Vice, as you know him, has this crystalline amethyst arm. This one's almost mechanical. They have the same scars and same features, but they look different. 
they look the same, but odd. The fourth picture changes as well. And this picture is that of, what does Vice's dad look like again? Uh, he too is a white tiefling. Uh, he has the crowned horn, the same as Vice. But it it looks like a more serious and like sneering Vice. Like this is a very greasy person. And on the fifth picture, where Baba Yaga is, it dissipates. And you see a figure, it must have been zoomed out to fit this individual all up in there. Vice, you would know him as the Ringmaster. Others might know him as Rakdos. The Defiler. It's titles, am I right? Big Daddy uh, Rakdos. But there is just this hulking, devilish form, demonic form even, that just rests where the picture of Baba Yaga is as all five of these pictures change to show not Scabatha's family, but Vice's. Squeak. Fuck. There's the sound of the dagger clattering to the floor and Vice just starts cursing. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Sorry, Laura, I fucked up. Squeak. Now, Vice, as you say this, let's go back to Clout. Clout, you are winding the staircase. You get to the top. And let me just see here real quick. The door is not locked. At the top of the stairwell. Fuck. It's just how it happens. All right. I'm going to pr push the door open. Okay. And as you push this door open, almost everything about this bedroom is orderly. From the bed with the patchwork quilt to the ornamental pigs arranged in a neat row on the dresser. Such tidiness is at odds, however, with the decaying dollhouse sitting on the bedside table. This three-foot-tall edifice has seen better days and is now besmirched by peeling paint mold and rot behind the dollhouse by the window moths flutter inside of a large bell jar facing one uh facing one another along the outer wall are a pair of doors next to the door closest to the staircase is a wooden rocking cradle with a neatly folded blanket upon it but you do not see scabatha on this bed scabatha isn't here uh all right, um, I think that Clout kind of takes all of this in, um, and <laughs> it occurs to him, he's invisible. She's a hag. She could also be invisible. <laughs> so he's going to get closer to the bed and, like, listen really closely for, like, any breathing or, like, you know, try to investigate for, like, any depression on the bed that indicates that maybe she is actually here. Okay. Make a perception check. I do that. 
Also, I will need you to make a stealth check as well. All right. I'm going to resolve the perception check first. Okay. Um, I rolled a seven, but I'm going to go ahead and add my inspiration to that. Okay. Seven plus six, baby. I got a 13. Okay. A 13 for perception. Good. Uh, so for my stealth, here that comes. Advantage, because invisible. Indeed. Uh, 21. 21. Okay, so you remain stealth. And as you get close to this bed, and you, like, gingerly put out, like, an invisible hand, like, just looking for anything, you can hear a slight ticking noise. But it's small. Almost like a miniature wind-up toy. And you can hear that ticking noise coming from the small dollhouse that rests oh, on the course. nightstand. Right. Yep. No, of course. It's a pipe bomb! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, Clout is going to sort of crouch down and peer into one of the windows of the house. Inside of this house... You can see that there are tiny rooms that have been built up. All of this. But you do not spy a bedroom of sorts. And it looks like the lid of this dollhouse can be opened. But when you try and gingerly with your stealth, it's fine. We'll give you this at least. That when you try and push up the lid of the dollhouse to get a better look inside. Because it has... Again, that kind of like pop-top design. There is a almost a magical barrier preventing you from opening this. And you yeah. would get the understanding, having been involved in some such crime uh, within the town of Waterdeep, that occasionally wizards and spellcasters and other individuals who don't want you to open a thing without their knowledge or go-to will use arcane means of locking doors or dressers or cabinets. Fuck, I knew I should have taken a knock. Um, <laughs> uh, Clout's gonna sort of like sit there for a second um, and he's going to squat down, just sort of settle on his heels, uh, reach out telepathically to Vice, and say, Founder, tell me when you have the painting. There's a small problem with that. What? There's like a safeguard on them. The painting's changed. I could still extricate them, but it won't be a picture of Scapa. We aren't being commissioned to find just any picture. It has to be a painting of Scabatha. All right, if it comes down to it, I'll come back and take these out. I'm going to scout around a bit more and see if there isn't anything more <sighs> concrete. You still got Lowry? I realize I nodded. You cannot see that. Yes, I do. I telepathically nods. Um, I'm going to stay here. Alright. If anything, you can always hide under her bed. That's really creepy. 
I'm invisible. I'm staying where I can get out of this room as quickly as possible. All right, invisibility doesn't last forever. Vice out. Sounds out. Who does he think he is? That's weird. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, Vice is going to start looking around to see if there is an actual just portrait of Scabatha. There is not. These seem to have been the only portraits in this room, anyways. There is a door to the south. And then you are assuming that the door to the west leads outside. Mm hmm. Well, cutting these pictures out. Let's go. Uh, likewise, there is the staircase that does wrap upwards. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right, all right. Investigation first, and then if uh, nothing turns up, then he'll come back down here and cut these pictures out. Yep. Sounds good. All right, so... I just want to make sure... So, yeah, looking around, you won't even need to roll an investigation check for this room that you're already in. It seems that it is just these briars and these paintings. Uh, do you want to go upstairs? Want to go outside? South. From my knowledge of where Shucklehead took us, is that the far south room? That is correct. Okay. Uh, I'll creak the south door open and see what's on the other side. Okay, let me just check real quick. Okay. To the south side, you open it up. And you can see that there is a hallway with uh, three doors, two on the eastern wall, one on the western wall. And the hallway extends for roughly about 30 feet. <clears throat> yeah, he'll make his way down the hallway just quickly, like, crack a door open, look inside, crack a door open, look inside, crack a door open, look okay. inside. So on the second door, on the western or on the eastern side as you open it you see that moths cluster around a lantern that hangs from the ceiling in the middle of the hallway casting flitting shadows along the walls the hall contains three sliding doors along the walls and a heavier hinge door stands on the opposite end so you open first you do not see much of anything it looks like a cupboard or i guess this would be the westernmost wall sorry you open the second one on the eastern wall. There's like some food stores, but really nothing much as you see. And then when you open the 10th or you open the, the, uh, the one on the western and slide it open, you can see that the area is dark, but there is a large... Can, like it, it almost looks like egg-shaped 
that seems to rest in the middle of this room. And as you open it, moths just fucking shoot out. Like, they are covering everywhere. Like, it's whenever you see, like, like Batman with bats, like, like maybe in a different life, you will become Mothman from, like, all of these fucking mods that are, like... I'm already Mothman of Fridays. Ah, shit. Sexy Mothman. Wink! Um, so. But, as you look at this egg, you see a gray-skinned hand comes out of the moth-like cocoon that they are in as another hand comes and then tears open the cocoon and you see a teenage girl wearing a pig mask on her upper face as you are face to face with the creature known as South Pig. Do you just shut the door? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Squeak. <laughs> the door just Let's just pretend we didn't see anything. Squeak turns on his heel and bolts back down the corridor to the briar painting room. <laughs> problem, 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 problem. Yeah, Vice, you wait. There's no, like, door open, like, immediate, like, there's no juggernaut coming after you. The door just stays shut. But you still message Vice, uh, Clout, problem, 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 problem. Clout, you are invisible standing in a hag's bedroom while she is asleep in a tiny makeshift house. And this is the second time that Vice has told you that he has encountered a problem. I want to say that when Vice uh, messages him, Clout is busy trying to, like, throw a handkerchief over that, like, bell jar with the moths in it. Because he's thinking, like, if she sees one of those moths before they see she sees me, then she's going to forget the moth and not me. So he's, like, in the middle of doing that, like, very carefully and quietly, and then he gets problem, 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 problem in his head, and he just sort of winces, uh, and he says, Can you clarify? Sal Pig is here. Oh, that creepy shit. Vice sneaks back down. Comedy bit. So sneaks back down the hallway, slides the door open a little bit. They just are standing in this room. Closes the door. She's not doing anything. Opens the door again. <laughs> Make a stealth check? Sure. Do you have advantage She's standing in the... that exact same position, but now one foot closer. <laughs> She's right up against the 37. 37? Okay, yeah. She just... Standing. Maybe, maybe she can't do anything unless Scabatha tells her so. Should I see if she has any information we can use? willing to take that risk can i roll an arcana check to see if i know what this is yeah okay Gosh, I mean, why didn't i give myself what's that i said uh your wild shape should be running out right about now right um how long does my wild shape last at this An hour right let me see two I hours yeah oh, okay. uh seven yeah. i don't know anything no. Why didn't I take proficiency in Arcana? Hey, there's still a chance. Last level, take a feat, <laughs> take skilled. Take skilled, yeah. Should have inspired you. And then you can uh, you can expertise Arcana to get Just an extra little bump in it. Uh, okay, we'll talk mechanics later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Pat Vice's pocket. Um, sure. Okay, so clout, problem, 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 problem. Sow pig yeah. is here. Can you... Uh, she's not doing anything? 
Ooh, she's just standing there menacingly. Okay. Um, are you sure? Are you sure she saw you? No, no. Uh, pretty fucking stealthy. Did you? Is she guarding the painting? No, she's in a room. She came out of a moth egg. Gross. 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 I know. I know, I know. Now, Vice, when you keep, like, open, shut, open, shut, <laughs> open, shut, make a perception check for me. Oh, my God. Sure. 14? 14. In this room, covered by dust, debris, and a fair bit of cobwebs, in the far corner, past Sow Pig, you can see a brilliant white curled horn that looks like it belongs on the head of a much more magnificent creature. Fuck. The unicorn horn is here. Great. Can you get it? If you don't hear back from me in the next 10 minutes, run. Do oh. I still want her to see me if I don't hear from you? Yes. How long has it been since we've been in this, this building? I'd say you've been doing the Scooby-Doo thing for probably about 45 minutes. Okay. Um, okay, so 15 more minutes of Pass Without a Trace then. Less an hour. I gotta do this now. Yeah. Um, it, is Salpig looking at the door? Or yeah, she's she looking just... at the door. Keeps opening and shutting in front of her, and she doesn't know why. <laughs> she can't right. see the person opening and shutting the door. It's just... <laughs> That's amusing. <laughs> um... He's going to slide the door open a little bit more, and then look at Saupig telepathically. He's going to try and... He's going to say, come play with me in the tea room. Is that what you say? In telepathically. Okay. Uh, make a persuasion check. That's a plus six. No, you fuck! It was on a 20 and then rolled to a two. Eight. <laughs> so, Salpeg looks in the door's direction and says, vocalizes. That seems like a task for the children. Do you have anything else for me to do? You are from Scabatha, correct? Wherever you are, you can open the door. I won't bite. I just want to play. Vice rustles in his pocket and takes Larry out and sets her on the ground, just close by enough to the door where he could still retain the pass without a trace. 
Squeak, squeak. He'll put a finger up to his mouth. Let me handle this. Stands, dusts his pants off, <clears throat> turns the corner into the room. I don't have any particular instructions from Lady Scabatha. It was just touring the facility, as it were. I see. Are you a new friend? Mother has so many friends. We're in talks about an alliance. But I hope the prospect is positive. I could be your friend for the time being. You don't want to be my friend. Why not? And she says, Mother brings me friends. They always break. That doesn't sound like friendship to me. That sounds more like she's bringing you toys. And that is not friendship. And Vice, as you say that, you look in the corner, like, just like a quick, like, eye shoot to the unicorn horn and scattered along the floor are humanoid-shaped dolls, many of which have, like, arms that are missing, some of which you can see have moth wings that are, like, crumpled that have been attached to the backs of them. Is there a name I can call you? And... You see, sow pig. Now that's not really a. I won't make fun of your name. It's just that seems a bit rude. Sad to say. How is it rude? Well, it is the name Mother gave me when she dug me from my grave. Well, I apologize then, if I offended you any. Miss Sowpig. If you are looking for a friend that won't break, I could be yours. And you can see that there is, like, pig top mask. A smile creeps up. Almost rictus in nature. And she says, Are you familiar with Tag? Who will be Don't let her get you! who will be the tagger and who will be the tagged. Mother calls it demon hunt. And I am the demon. 
Now, if I remember the rules of this particular variant of tag, I get to throw beans at you to stop you. You know that, right? She takes a step forward. Vice gives a wild grin, and there is a flutter of the coat as he turns heel and runs. Okay. Sounds good. What direction are you running? <clears throat> um... North or I don't want to wake. The, I don't want to wake the dragon up. Are you taking Lowry with you? No, he set Lowry on the ground. Her. He's leaving ah! her there because then she can get the horn. Don't panic. It's fine. I am panicking. I'm gonna panic no matter what. Just keep going. Uh, was the southern door open? The southern door. Because I checked check. all the doors, or like, it was it locked? Any. It is not locked. Cool. He's going to turn heel to the south door, and then there's a boot to the door, like, handle as it bursts open, and he'll start running. Okay. As it bursts open, and you kick it, you can see that carved into the walls of this inner chamber are six small concave restings. And on each of these six restings is a small, mechanical-looking soldier that has a very fun mustache drawn on them. And as you kick and burst in, and Saupig steps into the hallway, and she begins to sing a song. And she begins to run forward. And as she does, her arms are kind of loose to her sides. And she is just one hand against the wall, scraping as she comes towards you. There is a noise that comes from this centered room. And it seems to echo through all of Loom Lurch. Lowry, you are a mouse... Right now, Saupig has ran off. You have watched Vice kick open this door. And Saupig is chasing after. Is the door to the room still open? Yes, it is. Lowry's going to go in and unwild shape next to the horn. Okay. And pick it up. You grab it. You have a unicorn's horn ready in your hand. There's a nice weight to it. Do I know what I'm supposed to do with this? No. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, she will stow it in her bag. Remember when, like, unicorn lady was talking to us and they said that they removed a partner's horn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Looking at the dolls, do I think those are actually people? You get the sense that if they are people, they are if they were people, they aren't anymore. They're not there anymore. Okay. No. Um Okay. Uh She will cast again cast without a trace. Since that is probably dropping soon. 
up that for another hour. Um, and she is going to try and cautiously make her way out of the room towards the portraits. Okay. Sounds good. Is that alarm loud enough? Uh, to oh, yeah, Pam. You are just like, I'm sure. Like, it's going fine. They've been gone for like an hour, but like, I haven't heard any head or tail of shine. Uh, Dam is going to cast Disguise Self on themselves and pick up a few stones and prep a spell on those stones. Uh, and uh, they're going to come bursting out of the woods towards the scarecrows with their uh, steel defender in tow. Uh, but they have disguised themselves to look like a mind flayer. Um, they are just a little bit taller, you know, like a medium-sized mind flayer, medium flayer. Um, in uh, look in <laughs> Rime of the Frost Maiden, there is a gnome mind flayer. There's two of them. Yeah, and look, all and I look their like babies. Two gnome mind flayers standing. <laughs> uh, but writhing tentacles, uh, and I uh, in Pamperdam will unleash. Uh, the stones from their arms and cast catapult towards the building to try and shatter windows and uh, cause as much distraction as possible. Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, make a deception check. Okay. Get out of the way. Uh, whoever is now playing Vampire the Masquerade, I don't need to know this right now. There right, is a there's a set of things called escalation that we've been doing this entire time. <laughs> and what Pam has done is it was like, oh hey, Sal Pig, let's play some tag. Oh shit, an alarm. <laughs> <laughs> I I am coming through with my promise to uh, Cloud, which is as soon as I felt like things were getting weird, I was gonna make a lot of noise. All right, you said deception. That's this one. All right, six. Okay. <laughs> A six, like you hit the side of this building, but it's one of those like broadside of a barn scenarios. Like these windows are massive, but like there's just something about like, okay, I got to keep my disguise on. Got to make it look like it's like flinging from one of my tent. Like there's just so many moving pieces that you don't seem to hit a window in the way that you're meaning. You're causing a lot of noise because these are like <laughs> loud thunks. And with the catapult spell, these rocks are like, piercing through the side of this building but just like mm -hmm. you're missing the glass and that's kind of a bummer but like the plan is still going according to plan <laughs> okay so pam you are causing general havoc to the side of this building vice you have kicked the door into this building sal pig is scraping the wall coming after you singing a song as she is playing demon hunt uh and six mechanical figures are emerging from small holes in the wall in this room there is a stairwell that leads up or there is a door to the south can i just run through this entire building and Final Fantasy XIV dungeon. I'm running through the entire building grabbing every trash mob. <laughs> yes, you can. I'm not going to do that because that sounds like death. Um, oh, Lord. Okay, here we go. He doesn't know if that door's closed, so he's going to try and run up the stairs. Okay, so you rush up the stairs. Sounds good. Let me see here. 
Just wanting to make sure. Lord help me. <laughs> you gotta love this game. It's fun. Dungeons and Dragons is a silly game. I'm playing tag, y'all. <laughs> I think this is more like Thanos tag, where if I get tagged, I'm gonna get snapped from existence. Yeah. Yeah. Or I get turned into a child. <laughs> okay. So it looks like peanut butter baby ah as you go to the top of the stairs you see that there are four of these mechanical soldiers that are waiting at this landing before there is another door past them and as you arrive spears spears like they all bring out spears, and looking behind you, this group of six is making their way up the stairs with Sow Pig behind them. Lowry, you have grabbed onto this. Time to get the fuck out. Going to going in a different direction from. Uh, I mean, you have the horn, and then did you guys take all of the pictures or just one? We didn't. I don't think we took any. We weren't able to. We were going to scout yeah, around a little um, bit longer. Lowry was going to head back to see if she could get the painting that used to be um, yeah, the one I, that we wanted. Vice has started carving into it. So. Oh, you're already there? Okay. Well, no, no, no. no. He's yeah, not there currently. Okay. Not there currently, but before he had started carving into mm -hmm. it. Um, yeah. <laughs> She's heading back for the portraits. Okay. Yeah, Don't so leave. you go back to the portrait room. Clout, you are invisible. You've put a small sheet atop of these moths. For we three for three. You're guessing that that's from Vice. Yep. Uh, he's gonna start taking a few steps back towards the um, the stairs. Uh, everything in him is telling him to run, but he's all like, "All right, all right, stick to the plan. Stick to the plan." Um, and he's gonna drop the invisibility. He's gonna look over at that little dollhouse. He's like, all right, look at me. Look at me. Look at me! And, and he's gonna cast Thaumaturgy and just literally rattle the dollhouse. Uh, like, yeah, just like, oh! So, before you even need to rattle it... Great. <laughs> you hear a... As the lid of this dollhouse creaks open, just as you see what appears to be a shadow just come and whirl around with that kind of accordion-like laughter as it manifests into the room and the head is turned, not towards you, but looking at the moths uh-huh where the moths should be but they have uh -huh. been covered and then scabatha turns and with her one wooden eye she locks eyes with you and you can see that there is a magical miasma that seems to overtake her one wooden eye and she does not see you and as scabatha forgets you for the remainder of the day, 
that is where we are going to call it for tonight's session. So tune in next week to find out how the art of fuckery can sometimes uh, not go according to plan, but also exactly according to plan. I have a great time whenever these people... Sorry. (laughs) That's okay. I have a blast whenever these folks are on the channel, and I'm super excited to get back to it next week. RJ, where can we find you? What do you do? Hello, everybody. My name is RJ, and you can catch me at rjustice282 on Twitter and Twitch, where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life. Um, You can find me here on Mondays (laughs) and Sundays, Mondays for our D&D 5e homebrew campaign as a wizard, a Shatterkai wizard, and I think I'm about to drop some more meteors on people. Of course, here, as Vice, and you know what's what. Thursdays <clears throat> Thursdays and Saturdays are Red GGK. Thursdays for a, our Urban Shadows uh, Good Society hack game called Good Cre- uh, Elegant Creatures. It's gonna be fine. Everything's imploding around me. <laughs> Saturdays, we're doing Pathfinder, and we're part of a circus. I'm an I'm a gnome whose brother is a goblin, and I'm the ugliest goblin ever seen. <laughs> Finally, Sunday mornings over at the Hype Goblins channel. Danaekeener.com. Don't forget Tuesdays. Tuesdays, yeah, we're, we're doing a challenge mm-hmm. over on Sarah's channel where it's Stardew Valley complete the community center in year one. Yeah. I think we're, we're pretty good on track for that. I think so, as long as we don't, like, get Royally distracted. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, com. And that leaves me. So, you know about the two gaming days, because I already just talked about them, so that way I don't have to. Um, if you're looking for me on Twitch, uh, you can find me on uh, guesting on Select Wednesdays. The next one will be May 11th over on the Bard's Playhouse, uh, where I play Paris, the Toreador Primogen in their Sin City by Night game. Uh, I'm having a uh, another guest slot with them for an all-primogen guest star episode. Uh, definitely check that out. Uh, Sundays, you can find me usually at 10 a.m. EST, playing in Nexus Adventures with RJ. Uh, here you can find me Sunday nights at 10 p.m. EST. And uh, April 20th, uh, this... Or no. 8.30 p.m. May 4th at 8.30 p.m. EST. Um, that's right, I need to go change that other 10 p.m. Um, May 4th at 8.30 p.m. EST, I will be playing in the final session of our uh, Secret of Skyhorn Lighthouse uh, one-shot adventure, which we broke up into three episodes over on Tabletop Bob's channel on Twitch and YouTube, where I play Trust the Tiefling, who is very dependable and reliable. That's me, thenakeener.com. And hello, everybody. I am Media Flair. I am a tabletop streamer, video gamer, and voice actor. You can find me on my own Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash mediaflare. You can find me on the Twitters and Facebooks, as well as the YouTube where I archive my streams. You can also find me, of course, here on Sundays on Indoor Adventure, as well as here on Thursdays, where I play the DM of a Call of Cthulhu game set in the SCP universe. Um, if you are looking for more per- people at your table, feel free to contact me, DanaeKeener.com. Speaking of DanaeKeener.com, hi everybody, I'm Danae Keener. You can find me at DanaeKeener.com. I do nerdy drawings, mostly related to D&D, and a lot of things on this channel. You can also find me at Danae Keener on Twitter. I've got a pinned tweet there. It has my schedule, so you can see all of the games on the Twitches that I am up to. And so you can go and check that out, DanaeKeener.com. 
And if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the indoor adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures. We do shows like this on Monday, Thursday, and Sunday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, I was about to say as well as at Sundays at 7 o'clock, but I just said that. Don't worry. We're figuring it out. Uh, also, sometimes throughout the week, I put model kits together, which I think is really fun. Uh, come by, hang out, check it out. But speaking of coming by, hanging out, checking things out, we do have a Patreon-supported after show called Nights in the Courtyard that we like to do for all you acorns out there, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community easiest way to ask us those community questions join us on our discord the link can be found in the twitch chat to the side over there or in the description of this video or audio cast down below come on and join us posting questions for the courts i got questions in there i see other people already got questions in there it's going to be a fantastic time so be sure to come and check that out but that is it for our show. So I'd like to once again say thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by. Thank you to these players for putting up with my bullshit once again this week. And we'll see all of you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye! Bye! -bye. Bye.